Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, look, I'm going to break a rule. Well, not really a rule, but something I try to do, actually try not to do. I try not to visit the same subject two days running. That's because I'm really fortunate to have a daily conversation with people from just about every nook and cranny in the NHS, and not all stuff interests everyone all the time. So forgive me, I'm returning to the topic of the junior doctor's trades dispute with the government. My reason, yesterday's e-letter instigated a prolonged tweet conversation with some really interesting and articulate people. Unfortunately, there were some aggressive and rude people, but in the Twitter sphere, in the next best thing to the Wild West, and the distance and anonymity Twitter grants, well, it does tend to embolden the brainless few. However, a whole list of facts, myths and muddles emerged. Step back, and most of it boiled down to two anchor points, ethics and representation. Let me start by saying strikes are lawful, and I wouldn't change that. But the ethics of parking patients in a virtual waiting room whilst the battle for industrial supremacy rages around them seems to be the antithesis of what the NHS is all about. Its predicted strikes will swell the waiting list by about 200,000. However, it is said about going on strike, we have no choice. Well, that simply tells me someone has actually made a choice and are looking for ways to justify that choice, knowing it comes with pain for someone else. I find it hard to agree that a strike in services so personal and intimate and with such dependency can ever be ethical. I think most people in their heart of hearts think the same way, but I'm not a doctor and they can speak for themselves. I'm just a patient. The next question, what else can we do? Well, I have a good deal of sympathy with that. The answer would be turn to your professional body to plead and mitigate on your behalf. Well, that's the problem. When a claim is made that earnings have eroded over 10 years and unaffordable restitution is what's demanded, I ask the reasonable question, what has your union been doing for 10 years? Your beef isn't with the government, who will get away with blue murder and a five an hour wages if they could. Tory, Labour, over the years I've seen it all from both sides, they're all the same. The junior doctor's big beef must be with the BMA. What in the name of the little donkey have they been doing? They have a council of over 90 doctors. 90. 90. They all get in the same room. They can't all vote, but they must be there for something. Given the current predicament, it's hard to see what. Have any of them moved? Is there any sign of life? The BMA's 2021 report claimed it was their purpose, quote, to continually capture what is most important to doctors. Well, wages would appear to have escaped their capture. They also reported, quote, a new approach on how negotiations are run across the four nations was developed, an overall resource allocation regarding national bargaining. Well, that's working well then. And here's another nice little vignette about, quote, a strategic framework was outlined to further the pursuit of a healthier world. Very good. But if the last doctor leaves and turns out the light, that's not very healthy at home. Here's a cracker. I quote, the BMA group ended the year with an income at 134 
1.6 million pounds, 1.6 million higher than in 2020. Profits for the financial year have improved by 10 million. Well, it's nearly 11 million, actually. <laughs> Lovely. But the BMA don't pay strike pay. Oh, and to add insult to injury, quote, our investment portfolio has, despite volatility earlier in 2021, closed the year at 145.1 million, up on 2020 by, which, which was 138.6 million, 145 million quid. Smashing. But please see above. Don't ask for strike pay. Plus, the BMA needs to ensure that it continues to influence policy with the health service and continues to increase its relevance to all doctors leading negotiations for pay and benefits. <laughs> I don't think the BMA has any influence. Any idea about industrial relations, keeping relevant, maintaining traction, impact, sway or connection with a government that's been around for 12 years... It seems to me doctors could do with raising hell about the British Motionless Association. In the meantime, the patient will be in the waiting room. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon about something else. Bye-bye now.